Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I am wicked punchy today. It has been such a long day. I probably say that at the, first of all, let me acknowledge, I probably say that at the beginning of every podcast, <laughs> but it's kind of true. I have been up in my office, up in my writing space, just like getting shit done today. And uh, now it's time to get the sucker in the can. Uh, my podcast team is like, hey, KK, you're going to send us a little episode? <laughs> sure, why not? Here you go. So you guys, thank you so much for being here. What we're going to talk about today is this. Your whole life is built on relationships. Got to say that sucker again. Your whole life is built on relationships. And here's what I know to be true. When the most important relationships in your life are going great, then it kind of feels like everything else feels like it's going great. When those most important key core essential relationships in your life are going great, it just then everything else, everything else just seems to be going great too. There's a reason for that. And here's the thing. Let's just think about this. So like when your marriage or your partnership with your sweetie is strong, when it's thriving, when that sucker is like locked in, then it becomes the, like the foundation and the bedrock of your life. Now, I know somewhere in the Bible, it says like you can build your house on rock or on sand. And I'm all about building your house on rock. We so often with the kind of distractions and the temptations and the bullshit of this world, the very, the very kind of horizontal, shallow living of this world, we tend to build a house, not just on sand. We tend to build that shit on quick sand, um, but we also can get some other things in place. We can put some tools in the spiritual toolkit that helps us to build a house on rock. And that's how it feels when your marriage, your partnership, your uh, love relationship, your intimate relationship is like wicked strong and thriving. And then it just feels like, man, that is the foundation and the bedrock of the rest of your life. And I, and I often say, you know, my sweetie is like the safe place in which I can launch the rest of my life from. When that marriage is solid, it, it allows you, I think, to just become really brave. And, and I think it's also true a little bit about your friendships, but we'll get to that in a second. So when your work relationships, when your business relationships are solid, when it feels like there's a deep connection, not only to the people that you co-create with and collaborate with or work with or whatever, but when there's a deep connection to the work itself, right? If it feels purposeful, if it feels meaningful, if it feels like it has depth and creativity and it's satisfying, 
when you're not making your business relationship decisions, right? When you're not making decisions from a place of fear, then your business becomes so much better, easier, more purposeful, I would say also more fun. Um, also, here's the one where I really love to dive deep on, right? When you deepen your relationship, when you better your relationship to yourself, your source, and to spirit, and you stop acting and reacting out of your trauma and your drama and your history and your past, right? Then you can start the powerful healing process of doing what I call owning both your brilliance and your bullshit. And if you, <laughs> that always still makes me laugh. If you haven't listened to that episode, I always say go back and listen to it because it is worth your time. So look, here's the thing. When you do all this stuff, when you have solid, like intimate, connective relationships in your marriage, your partnership, your sweetie, like with whatever, when you have it in your business, when you have it with yourself, source and spirit, when you have it with obviously like your family and your friends, like that's one of the things when you have like solid friends in your corner, people who will um, celebrate you, be your balcony people, and also will call you on your stuff. They'll say, hey, that was kind of uncool. Like, hey, I don't know why you're doing this. You might want to rethink this. Hey, have you noticed, <laughs> right? Like that you become so much more brave and courageous to stretch yourself, to take leaps of faith, to go after your dreams, to like sit down. When you have a safe inner circle, a safe inner sanctum, when you know who is sitting at your table, who has a seat at your table, if you have not listened to that episode, check that one out too. Um, who, who's sitting at your table? Who has a seat at your table? Who's at your table? Wicked important. Then you, your, your whole life changes when you feel like you have people who see you, believe in you, um, that you trust. Trust is a wicked big one. But here's the thing. When I say your whole life is built on relationships, I just mean like literally we are in relationship to everything. How do we relate to each other? How do we relate to the environment? How do we relate to the government? How do we relate to our own past, our history, our stories? What's our relationship to fear? What's our relationship to love and intimacy? What's our relationship to the food that we eat? What's our relation? Like, do you see where I'm going? Like everything in this world is relational. How do I relate to my environment, the people, the places, the the, the, I was going to say the pets, but more than pets, the animals, the environment, everything. How are we showing up in the world? And how the fuck can we actually relate to the rest of the world if we don't know ourselves first? Mm. You, you cannot be in, like, well, you can, but like, what kind of relationship is it going to be if you don't have a deep relationship with yourself? If you do not know yourself Ooh, it's a place where you should spend some time. I don't like to be too bossy. Well, I don't know. People might, <laughs> other people might disagree with that. I'm not trying to be bossy and telling you what to do. Whenever I use the word should, whenever I say should or need to, you need to, you must. Whenever I say those words, like I get this little ding, 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 ding in the back of my head. Like you might want to rephrase that, KK. But sometimes just in the flow of talking, I, 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 kind of stand pretty firm though. I do think it's important. I, I would, I would stretch it to say you should have a deep, honest, contemplative relationship with yourself. 
yourself, your source and spirit. To me, that is the primary relationship. And that is why I do the work that I do as a spiritual mentor, right? Because I know the re- people always say to me, like, are you a life coach? So you're kind of like a life coach. And I'm like, well, I mean, the work that I do affects all areas of your life, but I'm a spiritual mentor. And I lead with that on purpose because I know that the lack of spiritual connection in people's lives um, is one of the biggest problems that we're facing, not only as individuals, but uh, and personally, but also universally and as a country, right? As a collective. Um, you know, a lot of people I talk to on this show, especially my friends who are in some sort of recovery program, they often say, I had a, a spiritual malady. I had a spiritual problem. And I'm like, amen. I love that you've like, when, my, when people recognize that, I kind of have it, I call it like kind of having like the spiritual amnesia. When you have a spiritual amnesia about yourself and who you really are and to whom you truly belong, how you show up in your relationships and in the world oh my God, that's totally, 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 you know, going to be affected. And then here's the other thing. Here's the other thing about your relationship. So like, let's just, you know, if you were to get quiet right now, right? Like if you're driving your car, obviously don't do that. Uh, Don't do this. But, and if you're out walking, you might not be able to do this, but at some point I would encourage you to kind of like sit down and really think about the most important, your relationships in your life. First of all, who are they with, right? And then how are they doing? How are they feeling lately? How are you showing up and being in them lately? Is there any wiggle room for improvement? Do you feel like your depth of intimacy, connection? When I say intimacy, I just don't, I don't mean just physical intimacy, right? So often we go right to the sex thing. I'm just talking about your ability to see and be seen, your ability to listen and to be heard, your ability to use your voice and speak your truth and to share the most deep, intimate parts of yourself, the most private parts with yourself, vulnerable parts with yourself. And do you have the ability to share that? And and, and are the people in your life, do they have the capacity to reciprocate? Does it feel like it's a, it's a, um, I don't want to necessarily say even because I think we're all often in different places at different times, but does it feel like it feels like it's a good, um, like it's happening at a level that you're satisfied with, that you're happy with? Because I think most of us, right, we can look and we can often say like, I wish my relationship with my children or with my partner or with the people I serve or with my relationship with my creativity and my creative life. Like a lot of times people are like, I wish that that had more energy, more, more, um, more deep connection, more kind of um, spark. You know what I'm saying? So I think we could look at, at this, like just not just through the lens of people, like people who we are, like either in our family, our friends, our lovers, the people we're in connection with in that way. But we can also take a look at like, what's my relationship to with my money? What's my relationship with my time? What's my relationship with, you know, my word? Am I a person of my word or do I break that easily? Like everything is relational. I can't, I can't get, I cannot stress that enough. And this is why I I wanted to talk about this today because our whole life is built on relationships. And here's the funniest part of it all. You are the common denominator in all of your relationships. 
And I often jokingly tell this story. I'm not going to tell it again because I've told it on other, other episodes, but I will say this. There have been so many times in um, my life, when I was younger especially, when I would say, I would say, you could look back at the people I was dating, and even though they might have all looked differently, like different races, different uh, whatever, like, you know, heights, weights, athletic ability, whatever. I'm like, in some ways, you could kind of just cut the head off of one guy and stick it on the next one because I kept choosing the same kind of guy. And it was like, yeah. <laughs> so that's really easy to put the blame on them and say like, well, they were this and they were that and they were this and that. But if you look back, the guys were changing, but what was the same? Mm-hmm. That's right. Ding, ding, ding. You guessed it. You should get a prize. Me. I was the same. I was the common denominator. I was the one doing the choosing. I was the one who thought that my value and worth, worth was this. And that's why I was choosing that. And so I often say to people, when people say to me, why does this keep happening to me? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm not belittling that. I understand. I trust me. Trust me. I have been in that victim loop. I know what I know how those words get spoken. I understand it. Um, and I'll often have to say at some point, well, let's take a look at what the common threads and themes and people are. And at some point it's like, hey, you are the common denominator in all of these things. I'm not saying that puts the quote unquote blame on you, but a lot of times if we're willing, as they say in 12-step programs, to take a fearless moral inventory, we will recognize that we have played a wicked big part in our own suffering. But the amazing news about that is that we can also play a wicked big part in our healing. We can take a proactive stance in our own lives to clean up our act, to clean up the messes we've made, to be people of our words, to be people of good intention, to be people who uh, are willing, again, to take a look at both our bullshit and our brilliance, to own them both equally. Because when we will do that, that is how we're going to experience what I call hashtag F3, right? Which stands for fun, flow, and freedom. And sometimes I throw a little forgiveness in there too. I like those Fs and just say, you know, I like the F words. <laughs> oh my God, you guys, speaking of which, sidebar, we're taking a little trip. We're just taking a little little detour. I haven't watched it yet, but I was so excited when Netflix um, emailed me to remind me that I wanted to watch this new documentary called The History of Swear Words. <laughs> speaking of F words, so excited. Okay, and we're back. Here's the thing too, you guys. Not only are we the common denominator in all of our relationships, here's the other thing that I know to be true. Before you can change your relationships, before you can change the world, because I know so many of you who listen to this, you do not listen to my podcast because you're cool with the status quo. There is no way 
with the stuff that I talk about, the tools that I drop for your spiritual toolkit, the, 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 the stories I tell, the spiritual stuff that I share, there is no way you're listening to this because you're just like, yeah, everything's great. I don't need any help. Everything's fucking awesome. Thanks, KK. I'm not really a change agent or a miracle worker or a light worker or somebody who wants to kind of like get some skin in the game. I can't imagine that. I just can't imagine that you would sit and listen to me talking about transformation and your story to your glory and all this stuff every week. And and then just feel like, yeah, I'm all set. I'm good. I don't need to do any work on myself. I just think that would be insane. But here's what I know to be true. Before you can change the world, you have to change your own damn self. But I'm, I'm going to look right into the camera when I say this. Before you can change, and right into the mic, I'm doing them both. Before you can change the world, you have got to change your own damn self. And one of the reasons why I created The Nest, you hear me talk about this all the time. This is one of the reasons why I do the work that I do. This is one of the reasons why I created The Nest. This is, there is a method to my madness. I am not who I am on accident. While I have often stumbled into things in my life, quote unquote, by accident, really it was, let me hold up my little sign if you guys haven't seen this yet. Uh, spiritual team on the job. That's how I've ended up here doing these things that I do because I have had a benevolent, a benevolent group of helpers. <laughs> First of all, I've had God, source, right? I've had Holy Spirit, spirit, my inner teacher. I've also had a kick-ass spiritual team who has helped me, helped me to keep me from uh, totally screwing everything up. Woo, they've caught me. I've kept them busy. I have kept them. If you can, if you, if you can appreciate that, like double A men hands, if you have had a spiritual team that you know you have kept them busy <laughs> in this lifetime, woo, moment of gratitude for them. But here's the whole thing. The reason why I created the nest is because I wanted to be able to have a place where people could come to do the spiritual and personal work and to stop fucking talking about it and theorizing it and all that other shit and actually start to live it, to put these things into practice, to be able to um, applic uh, they're applicable, right? To take these spiritual principles and make them more applicable. It's a way to integrate and implement bigger spiritual practices, to do it in a community of amazing people where there's some accountability and there's also a lot of support and there's also a lot of grace and mercy and forgiveness and fun. But we help you to hold yourself to that standard. If you say to me, like, I want my relationship with myself, my source, and my spirit to be more deep so that I can show up more genuinely, so that I can have more trust and confidence, more courage, more clarity in my life. I want to move through the world with more calm and ease and all that stuff. And I'm like, you are in the right place because this is what the nest is going to do. The nest is going to give you the tools that you need to improve the most important relationships in your life. So is my one-to-one -one mentoring work. I know this bona fide as a fact. I am not saying that in a cocky way because I am not the one who does the work. You do the work. The guidance though comes through me, right? Meaning like I, I, I have said to the divine, please use me. I've been saying that for friggin' at least 25 years, more, more, 30 years, right? Please use me. Let me be in service to your will. Dear God, <laughs> help me to not. I always say, because we know if KK is driving the bus alone, we are fucked. We know this. So here's what I know to be true, though. 
I know that my calling in this lifetime is to be a helper, to be a communicator, to use my big mouth and to write words, right? I am a writer, storyteller, speaker, spiritual mentor, whatever. Yes, and those things come out through podcasts, through writing, through books, through blogs, through whatever. But I am here to help people have deeper relationships with themselves, with their source, with spirit. Because when you do that, that is like the primary relationship. And I know I've told this story before, so I'm going to keep it wicked brief. But, you know, I was on a podcast one time with a relationship expert and a sex expert. And she, she asked me what, she asked all her guests this one question. And, um, and she would say, so what's the most important relationship in your life? And I didn't even, I don't even like pause. Like most people would say, oh, you're sweetie. Yeah, I, of course. I love my sweetie, but no, the, the number one relationship in my life is me and God, me and source, me and love, me and spirit, me and universe. I don't give a shit what you call it, but that is numero uno, me with the divine, me with me, right? Everything else is born out of that. Everything else in my life, my relationship with my sweetie, my marriage, my relationship with my furry kids, my relationship with my own creativity, my relationship with my writing, my relationship with my, my um, business, my relationship with my friends, my relationship with my family, my relationships with everything is born and comes after, after, right? That numer That's why like non-negotiable daily spiritual practices. It's why I always say in the morning, divine connection before Wi-Fi connection, because that relationship is key. It's again, why I'm a spiritual mentor and not just a life coach or a business coach. First of all, I have no business being a business coach, although I can help people with their business a little bit. I've been in business for 20 years, right? So it's not like I'm a total knucklehead. Like I can, I can be helpful, but I haven't been given that mandate. That hasn't been my ministry and my mission is to help people grow their businesses. There's plenty other people to do that. I am on fire for helping people to improve the most important relationships in their life, which the first and foremost one is deepening their, their relationship to self, source, and spirit. Because again, I know that that is exponentially going to affect everything else that you do. Your whole life is your spiritual life. And your whole life is built on relationships. And in the Course in Miracles, we talk about relationships like special relationships. And the special relationships are the ones that we often get in trouble with. They are the ones that we get hung up on and they're the ones that we try to make quote unquote special, like relationship with your kids, with your partners, the people you're sleeping with or married to, your, your family, your friend, those ones where you go, oh, this little group of special people. It's like, oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. These are the special cast of characters that we're going to have play these roles in our life. So it's like, yeah, in Course in Miracles, we talk about how these special quote unquote love relationships often quickly turn into special quote unquote hate relationships. <laughs> if you don't believe me, look at divorce rates. So we know how this goes down. But here's the good news. All relationships have the potential to become holy relationships. Mm, I love that. All relationships have the potential to become holy relationships. And they do, but it depends on who and how you are showing up in them. And so again, before we can change our lives, before we can change our relationships, before we can change the world, we have got to change our own damn selves. We have got to do the personal and spiritual work. There's a lot of talk about this stuff like out in the stratosphere. 
And a lot of people are like, well, how does that even mean? Like, how do I even do that? Well, this is what we do in the NAS. This is what we do in my one-to-one work. This is what we do in my new course, the spiritual toolkit that's coming out soon. This is what we do. We all start. We start with these little baby steps. We start with the spiritual team stuff, right? And we start to understand, oh, I'm not alone. Oh, I don't have to do this all by myself. Oh, I don't have to have all the answers right now. Oh my God, I actually have a team of divine helpers that give a shit about me. Yes. Isn't that such good news? You do not have to do this work alone. Nobody can do it for you. I often say it like this. Look, you know, so Ralph Waldo Emerson has a quote that I love where he says, God enters by a private door into every individual. Mm. God enters by a private door into every individual. You know me. I always say, you don't like the word God. If the G word gets you, gives you, a, I always say, I'm really comfortable giving people spiritual wedgies. But if the word God gets your panties in a bunch, choose a different word. Choose a word that makes you happy. So the universe, source, God, love, whatever you want to call it, enters by a private door into every individual. And I always say to people, look, I can tell you that there's a door. I can show you that there's a door. I can walk you up to the door, but I cannot make you open it and I cannot make you walk through it. But I can guarantee you that there is a door. And what I get most excited about is helping people to, first of all, recognize that there's a door, maybe accept that there's a door, even if they've never had any faith tradition in their life, because we get to decide what God means to you. We get to take back your power your spiritual power, spiritual reclamation, I call it, and a little personality rehab, (laughs) a little ego rehab, right? And we get to decide what does all this mean to me? And here's the thing, you guys, if I didn't know already, like know in my bones, like I'm thumping my chest, if I did not know how powerful and impactful and infective, not infective, effective that this work is, If I didn't already know firsthand, true blue, real deal, experience, proof of life, as I call it, if I didn't even have, if I didn't already have that about how much it has changed my own life, I wouldn't even talk about it. I'd go about my business and shut up, but I can't help but keep it to myself. I have been called to do this work for a reason. I am, I always say, I am on fire for God. And what I mean by that, and not in a holy hell fiery, you're going to go to hell and all that stuff way. I don't mean it like that. I mean, I am, I I just get so excited. I get, I mean, and I know I'm a highly excitable person, but I get wicked excited about helping people deepen their connection to that because I know it's going to transform all of their relationships. And what does that mean? If your whole life is built on relationships, what I know is it's going to transform your whole life. And this is what I love to do. And so if any part of this, you guys, is like resonating with you, if you actually take the time to do that little piece of work where you sit down and you take a fearless relationship inventory and you take a look at the cast of characters that you've been hanging out with, sleeping with, spending time with, like, you know, doing business with. And if you find it lacking, if you find it not satisfying, and if you, P.S., you got to hold yourself accountable too, because remember, you're the common denominator in all of these, right? We got to take a look. And, and if you're like, man, KK's right. I could do better, or I want better, or I want to co-create better. 
with the time that I have left while I'm on this planet. If I'm going to be the common denominator, I want to know that I did my part. I cleaned up my shit. Now we know that there are forces at work, right? And I'm talking like literally systemic and government racism, like misogyny, homophobia. Like there have been things going on in our culture, in our society, in our government, in our systems for a wicked long time. Things that pushing back with, like pushing back, you know, on our own, like we can't do this work on our own because there are greater forces at work. But enough of us, if enough of us get our shit together, own our stuff, if we are willing to take that fearless moral inventory, if we're willing to take a look at our own participation in our relationships, in our friendships, in our marriages, in our work, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, this is how things ultimately change. Before you can change the world, you have to change yourself. And I know that I can create a safe container for that kind of work to happen. I always say there's not a lot of things that I can say I'm really good at. I mean, trust me, trust me. There is a list of shit that I go, yeah, I'm like, meh. I'm like, meh at best on that scale. But this stuff, people, relationships, uh, storytelling, spirituality, God, love, like this is my playground. This is my playground. And I love to make this work wicked fun. So again, if any of this is calling to you, I would love for you to come join us in the nest. The nest has opened up on January 17th. It's open to the public only twice a year. You guys twice a year. I open this sucker up to the public. Um, and, uh, for like a week, usually only about eight days. So from January 17th to January 24th in 2021, these doors are opening and I don't know when they're going to open up next. I just wait. I wait till I get the divine assignment from my spiritual team. So if you're curious about any of this, just go to my website, just go to my website and check it out. Karen Kenny, K-E-N-N-E-Y, karenkenny.com slash nest, N-E-S-T. You can get all the details. You can, you can like at this point, I'm not sure what's at what point this is coming out, but there'll either be a button to get on the waiting list to sign up right away, or it will be live. That sucker will be live and you can go boop and you can buy it. You can join us in the community. Um, it's incredible. And I don't want to do some big sales push. So just go and check it out yourself. It, if it calls to your hat, go check it out. You will know, you will know through reading through that page if it calls to you. But here's what I know to be true. The nest will give you the tools that you need to improve the most important relationships in your life. And uh, I feel pretty confident saying that. I don't say that in a cocky way. I always say there's a difference between confidence and cockiness. There's a difference between confidence and arrogance. Uh, this, isn't, this isn't arrogance. Um, I've done this enough. I've done this long enough, this work that I do, um, to know the results that we've gotten, to know the way that it's changed people's lives. And you can read about some of that too on that page. It will tell you. Um, also something else, um, that one of my, um, friends that I'm working with said to me, uh, you know, you should do a, you should, you, you could, no, I shouldn't say should, she said, you could do a better job <laughs> at inviting people to join your email list. I was like, you know what? You're right. So you guys, if you want to get on my email list, I send out like, kind of like these, um, podcasts, I send out like little inspirational love letters to you guys. Uh, it's pretty fun. And also you'll, I send out two a week. So you get one on like Sunday nights. It's a little inspirational story. And then on 
Thursdays, you get a little informational stuff, which is usually right into your inbox, this podcast. If, if you don't want to have to go searching for the link, if you haven't subscribed yet or whatever, you can get this sucker delivered right, boop, right, boop, right into your inbox. Isn't that so fun? <laughs> So you guys, I have some really cool and exciting stuff coming up this year. I'm so jazzed. I have a new website. If you haven't checked out the website, go check that out. But mostly I just wanted to share this with you guys. Whole life is built on relationships. Um, you're in relationship to everything at all times. You are in relationship to your thoughts. You are in relationship to your words. You are in relationships to your actions and your choices. You're also in relationship on the physical plane to the human beings, to the planet, to um, the environment, to the animals and all that stuff. You are the common denominator in all your relationships. And so if we want those relationships to change, if we want the world to change, we have to start with us. And that is what I'm wicked good at helping people with. So thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I love you. I celebrate you. I, I, I am so grateful for you. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of my life, my world, this show, for being a part of the family, the KK family. I appreciate it so much. And um, I think that's all I wanted to say. So wherever you go out in the world, so just thank you, thank you, thank you. Wherever you go in the world, may you leave the people, the place, the beings, the environment better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>